Slightgate Broadcasting. Welcome to the Solar Storm. This is your host, Kyle Hunt, coming to you August 29th, 2021. It is almost September, and we'll be heading into 2022 very soon. Now, if the people who rule over us will have their way, we'll be experiencing lockdowns, mandatory vaccinations, COVID passes, and all sorts of other tyranny well into 2022 and probably into 2023 as well. They have no plans on stopping, and that is why... I have no plans on stopping what I'm doing here at Renegade Broadcasting and over at RenegadeTribune.com, trying to educate as many people as possible and tell them what is really going on from the information that we have available. It is a little bit hard to suss out what is real, what is COINTELPRO, and we're doing our best. From everything that we have found we can obviously say that it is a very bad idea to get injected with this poison. We can tell you that wearing face masks is a really retarded idea. We can tell you that the amount of adverse reactions to both of those things far outweighs any perceived benefit of wearing a mask and getting a vax and shutting down businesses and all that other crap. That's pretty much indisputable and a lot of so-called experts have actually agreed with that. It's just that these experts and also the lay people get completely censored off of social media and all the big platforms. Their uh, articles won't even show up in certain news feeds. Uh, years ago, we found out that Google, the Google News uh, aggregator for cell phones, uh, you know, which shows you what trending stories are, had a bunch of websites that were banned, including Renegade Tribune, because if they allowed for the algorithm to work naturally, as it is supposed to, Renegade Tribune would be way bigger than it already is, because people are actually looking for that right information. That's why they have to have their so-called uh, truth fact finders out there censoring what people are allowed to hear and see, even when it is citing the CDC's own data or referencing something from the FDA or just playing a clip of uh, somebody speaking, you know, Rochelle Walensky or something. If they don't like the context that you are presenting their own data in, that's misinformation. That's got to go. 
The tyranny we are seeing unfold around us is not going to go away. They are not going to ease up unless they are made to stop. That is the main message we have been putting out here. There is no other alternative other than to stop them by all means necessary. It is imperative for our future, the future of our children, the future of the world at large. Yes, this is a station that is dedicated to white survival. We have talked about uh, the white genocide issue for a very long time, and this is a primary, primary uh, way that the white race is being attacked with these health measures. You just look at the way that the West has been uh, locked down, vaxxed up, and attacked in so many different ways, psychologically, physiologically, it, it, spiritually, it is an unending assault that you don't actually see in some other parts of the world. Is coronavirus even a big issue throughout Africa? Well, I know that the African leaders who bucked the system and said that they weren't going to lock down their population and vax them up, they were actually killed. And we've gone over that in the past as well. But just look at the Taliban. They didn't have any PPE. They didn't have access to vaccines. They were all tucked away in their caves, uh, probably getting trained by the CIA to take over once the time was right. But they, they seemed to be just fine. They weren't having any, any big outbreaks in their caves. They were all close together. Were they socially distanced? No, of course not. There's a good meme out there of uh, some Amish people that are being questioned. It's just a, a you know photo. So uh, how have you avoided uh, covid uh, well, we just don't turn on the TV. We don't have a TV. <laughs> That's how you stop the spread of COVID. You don't get tested and you don't turn on the TV. Unfortunately, that used to kind of be the case, but now the so-called COVID, the sickness, the real sickness is actually being spread through the vaccines and the, the people who are vaccinated have become super spreaders. That is what I, that's my opinion. I have not, I don't have scientific data to back that up because the scientific studies are not being done on that. But there are stories about how the vaccinated actually sometimes can carry a, a higher viral load. Now, I don't know how that is uh, being uh, figured out because, you know, really, how are we, I, has, has this been isolated? Has the virus been isolated? COVID-19. Has SARS-CoV-2 been isolated? Then how do we know that somebody is actually carrying a much higher viral load in, in their nasal passages, which is what they found? I, I don't know. You know. So I don't really go there that much. It, it's so hard to tell what's, what's real and what's fake about this invisible enemy. We just have to trust the experts. And here's the thing. We've got experts on supposedly on our own side who are putting out a bunch of misinformation as well. So you can't just trust the alternative. You can't just turn on natural news and Mike Adams, the health ranger, and think that you're getting the real deal. We've got to be very, very discerning. You can't just flip on Andrew Kaufman and believe him either, right? So it's, it's really hard because we're being set up on all sides. We're, they have so many gatekeepers. They have so many controlled opposition camps and so many ways that they've set up for you to, oh, oh combat, combat the tyranny. Join up with this group. Join up with that group. Oh, use this argument. This this argument will definitely get them. And a lot of it is just set up so, so that we fail. It is great seeing a lot of opposition 
come in all sorts of different shapes and forms in these different countries that have really gone full totalitarian. And that would include places like France and Italy. It was good seeing the French out there, not just demonstrating and marching through the streets, because where does that actually get people? Uh, but also going outside of these restaurants that require the Vax Pass and having their own picnics. So they're setting up shop outside of these empty restaurants and eating in the streets. And there's no Kovi Pass that they need for that. And the police, uh, some of them are seemingly getting a little fed up with this, but there are still so many police who are acting as the COVID police and just following whatever draconian dictate is thrown down upon them. Oh yeah. You got to go into these restaurants and, and check to see if everybody's vaccinated. Stop being such good little compliant, obedient goyim. If that means quitting your job and finding another way to make money, then so be it. It is much better to be poor than to be, I'll have a little bit of money because you're doing the, the bidding of your masters. Because you're a good little bootlicker. It's absolutely disgusting. I hate this goddamn Jewish financial system that has gotten people so enslaved that they can't stand up. They can't say no to the vaccine. At least they, they seem to think this. But I understand. Guys, I have sympathy for people who are getting shot up with this poison. I I honestly do. As long as they're not trying to guilt trip others into doing it as well, I do have sympathy for them. I have empathy because I understand a, a father of uh, four or five children. He's got he's got a wife who's also working. They're trying to make ends meet. They've got so many bills. Think about this. All the different things related to the sports that their children play. They've got the dental bills, you know. They they've got all they've got the the taxes on the house. Just you know, you know all all the income taxes that they have to pay, state and federal. You know the financial strain that people are under with very little savings, and all that they're able to do to make ends meet is go to these jobs, which are now increasingly require you get vaccinated, and. It's just infuriating. It's just infuriating to see this and so many people supporting this system. You, you turn on the TV and you, you, know, you might learn that, uh, that the BBC reporter ended up with a, a, brain, a, clot, a clot in her brain that killed her. Maybe we'll get to that story later. And then a, a few minutes later, oh, but it was very rare. It's a very rare thing that happens. A few minutes later, you've got the same people saying, you've all got to get vaccinated. So you've got to get the clot shot. Do you realize how few people in comparison actually got injured with the, the, what was it, 1978 swine flu vaccine? How few people compared to how many people are getting injured today? And they had to stop it. It was a huge scandal. But now, so many people getting injured, according to the EU's database, their version of VAERS, and also the VAERS system here in the US, and nobody bats a goddamn eye. This needs to be stopped. This criminal conspiracy needs to be uprooted and the people behind it need to be brought to justice. And I think you know what I'm talking about when I reference being brought to justice. We don't need to get too explicit here, but the crimes against humanity that they are, have caused are just incalculable at this point. The amount of money that people have lost by being forced to shut down their businesses, the amount of psychological stress that everybody has been under because of the policies that they have put forth, not because of this goddamn coronavirus, which even if you believe in Fauci and the NIH funded anyway out of the Wuhan lab, that's what, that's 
what, you know, you really could make a good case for. Whatever the hell is spreading amongst people right now, and people are getting sick, and yes, it could just be the flu, but it seems like there is something unique and novel being spread around now, and it does look like it's coming through the vaccines, but blame them. Blame the people at the top. And even if it wasn't them who who released it in the first place, look at the response. They were supposed to be the ones who are going to guide us through this and stop the spread and make sure we could reopen and be healthy again. They failed on every single freaking count. How many times have they been wrong? How many times has Fauci come out and said one thing and then two days later said the exact opposite? How many times have these public health officials led us in the wrong direction? Oops, but we still got to trust them and trust the science. No, we've got to hold them accountable. We've got to bring them down. We have got to topple these people. And don't get distracted, guys. You can't just get distracted and take your eye off the ball with things like, oh, you ought to stand up for the troops that uh, Joe Biden has abandoned in Afghanistan. These heroic troops need better from us. Oh, the heroic troops who were guarding the poppy fields who are allowing boys to be raped in Bakabazi rituals. Yeah, those troops. Listen, I have sympathy for the troops, too. I, I, I do. Not, not all of them. You know, not the ones who have committed heinous war crimes, but... Some of these children who get brought into this by watching stupid ads on TV or just they have no other options at this point because our Jew-run economy is in such shambles. I understand. I understand why people join the military, how they want to be part of something bigger. And originally, they probably even believed in the mission. And not all of them are bad, and a lot of, all of them are now being forced to get vaccinated. And I know it's not even a vaccine, but what the hell is it? What do we call it? And this is going to cause some dissension. And I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad they're trying to vaccinate all these uh, firefighters and policemen in, in different parts of the country, like over in uh, California, especially. I'm glad they're doing this. I'm glad they're pushing our backs against the wall. Uh, we need a serious reaction. We need people to get angry. Of course, this is going to increase the number of people killed. But as I said, the costs have already been uh, incredible incalculable think of all the children who have committed suicide think about how many more people have killed themselves through overdoses think about all the people who have have died and been injured from the vaccine itself vares numbers are skyrocketing more people have reported adverse reactions to this clot shot uh, in the past uh, year than the 30 years of vaccinations prior combined all listen vaccines have always been damaging people they've always been dangerous but 30 years worth of vaccines couldn't even touch what they've done with one year of this goddamn clot shot which they are mandating people get if you're not angry then something's wrong with you if you're not looking to change this in whatever way that you can then, then what's wrong with you are, are you dead inside you really want your children to go through this? I know it's not uh, very easy to deal with. I know there's not a, a simple solution to get through this. But guys, something has to be done. We cannot allow for this to continue. Loved ones I, are being affected. I'm sure all of you have family and friends who have gotten this goddamn shot because they listen to the Jewish television. But soon, guys... It's not just going to be people who got misled into getting injured with this thing. It's going to be forcibly injected into people's arms. 
I don't know. Will it reach the level that they have the military out there forcibly injecting people? Maybe. Maybe it'll come down to that. We can't let it get there. We can't let Alan Dershowitz's uh, wet dream come, come to fruition here. Now, let's just play this clip again, because I just need to remind you what these Jewish supremacists think of us, how they think they can treat us, and how we can't let them do that. Uh, let me put it very clearly. You have no constitutional right to endanger the public and spread a disease, even if you disagree. You have no right not to be vaccinated. You have no right not to wear a mask. You have no right to open up your business. Wait, if can I stop you? Did, yeah. No right not to be vaccinated, meaning if they decide you have to be vaccinated, we have to be vaccinated? Absolutely. And if you refuse to be vaccinated, the state has the power to literally take you to a doctor's office and plunge a needle into your arm. Plunge a needle into your arm. You, you want to know what the tyranny looks like, Winston? It's a Jewish supremacist plunging a needle into your arm forever. That's what it looks like. And who knows? They might come out with something even more draconian in the future. Maybe it's a different disease. Maybe it's a different kind of catastrophe that we're facing, which just further uh, installs their, their tyrannical Jew world order. Who knows? Who knows where they're going with this? All I know is it's got to be stopped before it gets much further or else... Who, know, who knows if resistance will even be possible at that point? Jeez, guys, it's getting so bad that there, I wish I could talk about other things. I just, in good conscience, can't. We need to keep focused here. And maybe, maybe some of this is a distraction from other issues about what Israel is doing and, and what the, the criminal elite is up to. You know, people aren't talking about Pizzagate anymore, for example. So, uh, you know, and that's a stupid term to begin with, but you know where I'm going with that. The child rape uh, epidemic that is going on around the world. We can't forget all of the crimes they've committed, but they're actively killing so many people right now. It's, it's terrifying what people are putting up with at this point. And speaking of killing people, there's a story out of Australia where babies are being let to die, i.e. murdered because of the COVID regulations, Australia is looking so bad right now, guys. And yeah, they got some trucky protest. You know, the, the truckers, the truckies, they are, they're going to be doing something, I think maybe tomorrow, to try to protest this. Who knows uh, who's really organizing that? But they've got to, they've got to resist. We've all got to resist. Even if it's not as bad in your state, like it's not as bad here in Florida, we still got to resist with every ounce of our being. So let's let's actually take a listen to this short news report about what's happening in Australia. In South Australia are calling for urgent action this morning following shocking revelations about the deaths of four babies. The newborns were denied life-saving heart surgery because it wasn't available in Adelaide and they couldn't be transferred interstate because of travel restrictions. Adelaide is the only capital city in mainland Australia that doesn't have its own infant cardiac unit. As one obstetrician said yesterday, quote, I shall leave it to you to imagine the profound effect of these deaths on the parents. Yeah, just got to murder babies because um, COVID. Yeah, got to keep the immunocompromised uh, people safe from these, these babies who could be spreading germs. Rules are rules, guys. Just got to murder the babies. You freaking kidding me? 
Why are people not tearing heads off? Why are not, why aren't public health officials and, and, uh, politicians, why are they not being hounded relentlessly? I, I know some of them are being confronted, but guys, push has come to shove here. All right, let's go through some, some more COVID related news. Montana is the only state to ban discriminatory CV vax requirements for employees. So that's good. They've banned it there. They haven't banned it here, down here in Florida. Oh, private companies that can do what they want. You know, it's capitalism, the free market. You know, private companies, if they want to mandate the facts, nothing we can do to stop that. <sighs> Bodily autonomy doesn't matter when you're dealing with private companies. Right? Right? But yeah, that's, um, that's good. That's good to see that at least Montana is a place where people can, can know that they have some kind of bodily autonomy. And who knows, you know, why they're even doing that in Montana. But yeah, I guess, uh, I guess Ron DeSantis was too busy shilling for Israel and condemning Ben and Jerry's for not selling in the settlements, the illegal settlements under international law. All right, let's, uh, let's shift over to uh, the NPR's mind rot logic that even the truth can be misinformation. This is an op-ed I came across. It's by Ben Barty. So let's take a look at uh, let's like take a look at their quote here about how about how truth can actually you know contain some facts, but you know it's it's just context, guys. It's all about the context. So here's what they said: uh, the articles the Daily Wire publishes don't normally include falsehoods, with some exceptions. And the site said it is committed to truthful, accurate, and ethical reporting, but by only covering specific stories that bolster the conservative agenda. And the Daily Wire, completely kosher, by the way, guys, such as negative reports about socialist countries and polarizing ones about race and sexuality issues, and only including certain facts, readers still come away from the Daily Wire's content with the impression that Republican politicians can do little wrong and cancel cultures among the nation's greatest threats. They, the Daily Wire, tend to not provide very much context for the information that they are providing, Settle said. If you've stripped enough context away, any piece of truth can become a piece of misinformation. Any piece of truth can become a piece of misinformation. This is so Orwellian that it's not even funny. And so what they're saying is that you basically you've got to provide all context all context you could ever think of in order for your little piece of truth to become actual, real information and not misinformation. There is no possible way to include all context, and NPR certainly does not include all contextual information. Of course, they're pumping out misinformation all the damn time. That's what the mainstream media is intended to do. That is what Operation Mockingbird was all about, putting CIA people within every single media organization. It's even worse now that you have ADL agents embedded in every single tech company and all these big uh, organizations. It's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, truth can be misinformation, guys. Oh, and you got to trust the scientists, by the way. But here's the thing. The experts themselves, these experts that we're supposed to trust, say things that could be labeled as misinformation if we said them. Like CNN's medical analyst, Dr. Leanna Wen, said, A vaccinated person is at higher risk when surrounded by a lot of people who could be infected with COVID-19. And that's what's occurring throughout the U.S. right now. A vaccinated person is at higher risk when there are a lot of people around them. 
then what was the point of getting the goddamn vaccine? Oh, well, you could take your mask off and you could hug your grandchildren. You could go back to your regular life. Oh, wait. Actually, no, you can't. Put the double mask back on. You've got to isolate. You've got to, uh, you've got to avoid large crowds. And you could still spread this. You could still get sick and die and spread it. Oh, but they had that, that great headline about how uh, m- vaccinated man dies of COVID-19. But uh, experts say it, it would have been far worse if he hadn't been vaccinated. How would it be far worse? You freaking died. Are you kidding me? No, they're not kidding. They're goddamn very serious with what they're doing now. Oh, but trust the science, guys. Just got to trust the science. Hey, let's take a look at what uh, the Japanese science uh, recently uncovered. I have not seen this make it very big. I published this, this this on the Tribune, and I cited from a Reuters report. But still, I'm not seeing this being reported much in the mainstream at all. But also in the alternative, I'm not seeing this uh, make the rounds the way that it should. So remember all the reports about the uh, graphene being put in the vax. I didn't really report on this that much because it was just one scientific uh, uh, paper that came out of uh, some researchers in Spain. And But we saw so many reports and videos of people putting uh, magnets on themselves after getting vaccinated. And, oh, this was poo-pooed. Oh, these conspiracy theorists. They are so wrong. It's oil on the skin. Oh, remember, remember when you, you, you uh, breathe into the spoon and put it on your nose? Same thing. That's the same thing that's happened. These tinfoil hat-wearing nutters just are spreading these conspiracy theorists and they need to be banned. Okay, so let's read from Reuters then. Japan on Thursday suspended the use of 1.63 million doses shipped to 863 vaccination centers nationwide more than a week after the domestic distributor Takeda Pharmaceutical received reports of contaminants in some vials. NHK, in a report published late on Thursday, cited ministry sources as saying the particle reacted to magnets and was therefore suspected to be a metal. Probably graphene, guys, right? Reacting to magnets, and we're already seeing all these reports of people being magnetized. Moderna has described it as particulate matter that did not pose a safety or efficacy issue. Why are you guys rejecting these vaccines? Yeah, it's a particulate matter in there. Yeah, it's reactive to metals, but it's still safe and effective. Come on, what's the problem? Just keep jabbing. The ministry has said the suspension of the Moderna batches was a precaution, but it prompted several Japanese companies to cancel worker vaccinations and the European drugs regulator to launch an investigation. Why is this not being done in our country? By the the response, you've got to assume that Moderna is not concerned whatsoever about what's in the vials. They're not going to say, oh, we'll we'll look into it. Hey, guys, it's safe and effective. It was put there on purpose. They know what they're doing. So Nikkei Asia, uh, I don't know how you say that, also uh, posted about this in an article. NASDAQ listed Moderna confirmed receiving several complaints of particulate matter in vaccine vials distributed in Japan, but said it had found no safety or efficacy issues. The company is investigating the reports and remains committed to working transparently and expeditiously with its partner, Takeda, and regulators to address any potential concerns, a Moderna spokesperson told Nikkei. Uh, saying the drug maker believed a manufacturing issue at a plant in Spain was the cause. This is interesting, guys. Remember, it was the Spanish researchers at Almeida University who obtained a vial of this fax and determined that it contained a huge percentage of graphene. But of course, the fact checkers have debunked that, so don't worry about that. Even though 
Moderna themselves are saying, yeah, it's probably coming from uh, Spain. Yeah. Where they found that graphene was in these. Graphene is highly toxic, guys. This, you do not want graphene in your body. But don't worry, it's still safe and effective. Jeez, guys. There's, there needs to be hell to pay. Let us collect. Let us be the collection agency of uh, getting getting the hell to pay. Uh, German, a German region now is, is going the whole route of uh, Spain and uh, parts of California. At least one region in Germany is planning to impose tougher restrictions on people who are not vaccinating against uh, COVID-19 as the country faces a fourth wave of the pandemic. Isn't it just amazing? All these countries that had such high rates of vaccination are now experiencing more waves and just more deaths than ever. Why are all these co cases shooting up in the air? And even according to their own kind of official story about the way the vaccine works, uh, it would be what is causing these variants. Like that's already kind of been admitting. Yeah, the, the vaccine is causing the, these variants to come about. So what's the solution? Well, more vaccine. The German government currently requires people to be vaccinated, test negative, or have a recovery certificate to enter indoor restaurants, visit hospitals and nursing homes, and attend events, parties, or do sports inside. Oh, my gosh. The southern state of Baden-Württemberg's uh, Baden social ministry has proposed banning unvaccinated adults from restaurants and concerts altogether and restricting their contracts. So not even testing negative, not even having recovered. That's not good enough. You just got to be vaccinated to do anything, really, you know. And last paragraph here from this Reuters report. To nudge more people to get vaccinated, the government has said it will stop offering free tests from October 11th. Yeah. So there, I'm going to let you uh, get free tests to prove that you're you're safe, that you're good to go. They were using that whole, oh, well, you could just get tested every day if you don't want to get vaccinated. But people are saying, oh, yeah, okay, I'll do that. And you know what? I'm guessing the only reason they introduced those insane uh, brain-poking nasal swab tests is to get people thinking, well, damn, I don't want to go through that anymore. I guess I'll just get the vaccine because the test is awful. But if it was just a little swab inside the mouth or right inside the nose, yeah, sure, do that to me every day. Fine, I'll, I'll submit to that, but I'm not going to get injected with this clot shot. They, they admit that it's causing heart inflammation, especially among young people. They admit that's causing clots. They admit people are dying from it, becoming very injured from it. Well, it's just for the, would you rather have COVID? Yeah, whatever the hell COVID is, I'd rather have that, Okay. God damn these people. All right, let's play this little clip that I posted recently in Renegade Tribune of these public health officials and politicians actually telling you the truth. Uh, it, of course, people calling this uh, Freudian slips, but <clears throat> it's just them telling you the truth, what's actually going on. We expect their conversation to be wide-ranging, to cover a range of topics of mutual interest, everything from uh, COVID-19 and uh, our efforts to address the global pandemic to mutual interest, everything from uh, COVID-19 and uh, our efforts to address the global pandemic, the global pandemic, about why it's important to get vaccinated, why these vaccines are safe, why uh, they can still kill you, even if you are under the age of 27. We need to be clear and direct about our messaging. Build a wall high enough to keep it out. There's no wall high enough or ocean wide enough to keep us safe from a vaccine and other from the 
COVID-19 in other countries. The global pandemic. Worrying health officials who call mass vaccinations the only path to a return to normalcy. Almost four months into the vaccination effort, providers are beginning to run out of people who want to be immunized. Providers are beginning to run out of people who want to be immunized. An Australian biotech company has developed a new treatment it hopes will prevent people dying from COVID vaccine. I'm delighted that uptake of the vaccine is now 95% amongst over 60s and that protection against dying from the vaccine is around 85%. Dying from the vaccine? 95% and that protection against dying from the vaccine is around 85%. So they are our older people, 70 years of age and older. We know they are just so vulnerable to getting ill and dying from this vaccine. 70 years of age and older. We know they are just so vulnerable to getting ill and dying from this vaccine. The impact of the vaccine, the, the two or three things that are going to be really important uh, if we're to uh, ease out of lockdown uh, safely and responsibly uh, are, yes, of course, the vaccine and the therapeutics, which aren't much talked about, but the drugs that help uh, take some of the fertilities, the, the fatalities out of um, those that contract the virus, but also this lateral flow testing, being able to do it at scale, at uh, pace, so that when you do have upticks of the virus, we can come down on it like in the breaks and make sure. And it's only one part of the uh, strategic uh, jigsaw, if you like, but make sure we can come down on it like a ton of bricks. Uh, the Foreign Secretary and uh, remarkably placed broom. Uh, if we're to uh, ease out of lockdown uh, safely and responsibly, uh, are yes, of course, the vaccine and the therapeutics, which aren't much talked about, but the drugs that help uh, take some of the fertilities, the, the fatalities out of um, those. But then don't forget, there these vaccines are unlikely to completely sterilize a population. They're very likely to have an effect which works in a percentage, say 60 or 70 percent. We'll have to look quite carefully and the regulators will have to look quite carefully to make sure that it's done what we need it to do before it gets approved. So there will be a delay between the outcome of the trial and a decision whether it can be approved as a vaccine. Uh, and of course, anything that happens- Professor John Bell. That, yeah. Uh, I'm I sorry, just I didn't say, mean to cut you right uh, off like that. Uh, can I just say that- yeah. The global pandemic. But then don't forget, there. These vaccines are unlikely to completely sterilize a population. They're very likely to have an effect which works in a percentage, say 60 or 70 percent. And finally, a little bit about the National Guard. The federal government continues to take aggressive action and proactive steps to address the COVID-19 threat as we attack the health and safety or protect the, the health and safety of the American people. The federal government continues to take aggressive action and proactive steps to address the COVID-19 threat as we attack the health and safety or protect the the health and safety of the American people. All right. Speaking about attacking the health and safety of the people, let's get to this BBC News article about Lisa Shaw, who was a presenter for the BBC, and her death due to complications of the COVID vaccine. It's actually surprising that they're not just saying this is completely unrelated. Uh, A radio presenter died due to complications from the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine, a a coroner has found. Lisa Shaw, who worked for BBC Radio Newcastle, died at the age of 44 in May after developing headaches a week after getting her first dose of the vaccine. Newcastle coroner Karen Dilks heard Miss Shaw suffered blood clots in the brain, which ultimately led to her death. The inquest heard the condition linked to the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine was very rare. How would they even know this? We've had no 
real big studies done on this vaccine. It's very rare, very rare. rare. No, don't worry about it. Well, you know what's also rare? Dying from supposed COVID-19, even with them cooking the books. So, uh, even though all these people are dropping dead, remember that nurse, too? One of the first nurses? Oh, I forget her name. She just died, it looks like. And then they faked somebody who didn't even look like her for a big photo op. And uh, we never heard about it again. Remember the one that passed out on TV? What about the Australian presenter or politician who got vaccinated and then developed Bell's palsy on TV? But get your children vaccinated, okay, folks? And I heard uh, uh, Mayor de, uh, de Blasio, Mayor de Blasio, talking about how he wants to get all the, the children under 12 vaccinated as well. So that's the big push now <clears throat> is, oh, well, FDA approval for Pfizer. Now we got to just drop this down to uh, to children two and above or whatever, maybe just infants, too, because he wants all not just the teachers and not just the older students in New York City to be vaxxed up. Well, it's everybody. All the people that are going to school, you got to get vaxxed up. It's for a public safety issue. While people are, are dying and developing serious neurological conditions from the vaccine itself, openly admitted. And you know what one of the biggest factors is for if whether or not you're going to die and get sick from really anything? Being morbidly obese. Hey, but good news. Krispy Kreme doubles the free donut deal to encourage vaccinations. Yeah. Uh, this is from Information Liberation. Obesity is perhaps the most sick, significant risk factor when it comes to severe COVID, but this is, hasn't stopped Krispy Kreme from doubling their free donut deal over the next week as incentive for Americans to get vaccinated. And so one of the uh, donuts that they're giving out is a heart-shaped uh, donut, which is interesting because... Of course, heart disease, which is going to be caused by all these Krispy Kreme donuts, but also because the vaxes uh, cause heart inflammation. So this is just uh, such a, a slap in the face. Oh, we'll give you a free donut so you get sick and die while you get vaxxed up. So you can get sick and die again. Just uh, insane. This world is, is, is insane. How about this UGA professor who quit on the spot after a student refused to wear a mask properly in class? This is an old guy. He's an old guy named Bernstein. So he's Jewish. He's a, He was retired and then he was rehired to teach. And so he was teaching an upper division psychology seminar when a student arrived at a 25-person class without a mask. It was the second day of class and she had not, had not attended the first day. The student was given a mask, but she refused to wear it over her nose, saying that she couldn't breathe. He asked her a second time, and she ignored him, according to the Red and Black, I think a campus newspaper or something. Students told the Red and Black that no mask, no class was written on the board. <laughs> In an email to the Red and Black, Bernstein said he told the student that he had underlying health conditions and was at greater risk for dying of COVID-19. I wouldn't give a damn if you died, Bernstein. Bernstein had already been informed that two of his absent students had tested positive. At that point, I said that whereas I had risked my life to defend my country while in the Air Force, it was I was not willing to risk my life to teach a class with an unmasked student during this pandemic, Bernstein said in an email to the Red and Black. I then resigned my retiree rehire position. Good. One less Jew indoctrinating children. 
or I guess not children at the college level, young adults. How about that? But speaking of children, this mother actually lost uh, parental rights over her child because she refuses to get vaccinated because a judge named Shapiro said that she had to if she wanted to be able to see her child. Let's listen in. And a Fox 32 exclusive. Tonight, a mother says that a Cook County judge took away her parental rights after learning she's not vaccinated. Dane Placco is at Daily Plaza with details on this story. Dane? It may be a first-of-its-kind case. A Cook County judge here at the Daily Center has stripped a Chicago mom of her parenting rights because she's refused to get the COVID vaccine. And he is a very sweet boy. He's my whole world. You miss him. I miss him more than anything. Rebecca Furlitt has been divorced for seven years and shares custody of her 11-year-old son with her ex-husband, what had been a 50-50 split in parenting time. But on August 10th, in an unrelated child support hearing, Cook County Judge James Shapiro asked Furlitt whether she'd been vaccinated. When she told the judge no because she's had bad reactions to vaccines in the past, Judge Shapiro stripped Furlitt of all of her parenting time until she agrees to get vaccinated. I think that it's wrong. I think that it's dividing families. And I think that it's not in my son's best interest to be away from his mother. Furlitt is now asking the appellate court to stay the judge's order, her attorney saying the judge has overstepped his authority. You have to understand, the father did not even bring this issue before the court. So it's the judge on his own making this decision that you can't see your child until you're vaccinated. We just wanted the mother to pay support. The father's attorney, Jeffrey Leving, says while they were surprised by the order, he believes the judge is making the right call, given the seriousness of the pandemic. And there are children that have died because of COVID. I think every child should be safe. And I agree that the mother should be vaccinated. Leving believes the judge is breaking new ground that could play out in other custody cases as well. No word on when the appellate court will make its decision. At the Daily Center, Dane Placco, Fox 32, Chicago. All right, so I brought in Sinead, had her listen to this clip. So I want to get Sinead's reaction as a mother uh, to that how she feels about Judge wanna, Shapiro Makes doing me want to do a lot of things. Um, so surprising that it's Judge Shapiro with his grin, his sadistic grin in that picture. This is insane. And where's the father? Like, he doesn't care? He, oh, think, yeah, I she should be vaccinated. He was the one, he, I think he was the one who was, you know, saying... Agreeing with this, essentially. That's disgusting. Oh, but I thought the courts always favored the women. Oh. Well, not when they're anti-vaxxers. Oh. No. That's that's just horrible. Absolutely horrible. Yeah. And this is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. And <laughs> it's just crazy that a judge has the power to do that, deny a parent uh, access to a child because the parent won't take some clot shot that's been proven I think to... Shapiro should be denied access to oxygen. Yeah. Personally. It's pretty good. Put put six million masks over your face. <laughs> okay, so uh, it's it's been a show where I've talked basically only about the uh, the COVID-19 insanity. We don't need to stop. Uh, we don't need to uh, stop talking about it. We also don't need to keep talking about it. So uh, if you want to, to get into anything else while we're out here, anything you want to say about what they're doing now with just how they're ramping things up, because we haven't heard for, from you for a couple weeks here. 
Uh, it's just things just keep getting worse. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it's just, it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. And I hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate it. Yep. Uh, so they've they've made the uh, Pfizer vaccine you know, FDA approved now, which has just opened the door for all these mandates and people are saying, oh, it's safe and effective now. Oh, yeah, because the FDA has never approved things that have killed people. And the the uh, statistics they did are very fraudulent to show that it's are. safe, safe and effective. Um, we did a study on our own product and we found it to be really effective and safe. And don't question that. Yeah. So they, it's crazy. Absolutely insane. Um, and I brought up earlier that if you compare the amount of adverse reactions to this COVID vaccine to past years, where so many people are vaccinated, hundreds of millions, mm-hmm. right? Um, including flu shots and everything. It's basically uh, this past year of COVID vaccines is way more than 30 years of vaccines combined. And those vaccines themselves were already very damaging. And now they're already, that people are already getting the third one. Children are getting them now around here. Here's the stat. There were twice as many deaths related to the COVID-19 vaccines this year as the sum total of all vaccine deaths in the 30-year history of VAERS. Wow. Twice as many. So it would have been 60 years worth of vaccines all rolled up into one year of death. Nice. Oh, we got to get it for something that even with the cooked books is only killing 90, uh, is, is yeah. only killing 0.001% or, or whatever of young people. It's like the, the debates we get into with some people, like my parents, <laughs> like it's so insane to have these discussions where they're like, yeah, you know, the shot probably isn't going to prevent me from getting COVID-19, but at least if I get sick, I'll be less sick. Yeah. Like, what? Like, that article of that yeah. guy that died? Mm-hmm. Well, if he didn't get the shot, he would have died, you know, like, a lot sooner. The outcome would have been way worse. He would have had a much a worse death. But this death was not as bad mm-hmm. because he had the COVID-19 vaccine. It's just so insane. People will admit that it doesn't work, that clearly everyone that's gotten it is still getting covid um, so what's the point? And then they'll say, oh, well, it's because if you have pre-existing conditions. Well, you know what? We're not fat asses and we're healthy. So why should we be concerned? And if your vaccine works, why do you need yeah. us to get it? They have no answer. They have absolutely Especially no answer. Especially now they're showing that people who are vaccinated could even carry higher viral loads. Yep. So they're the ones who are going around spreading it. What the hell? Like the reason that we're supposed to all get vaccinated is so that we no longer spread it to each other. <laughs> yeah. There's and no more her, reasoning that they can use to justify this except trust the science. Herd immunity this. used to be just like a certain percentage or, uh, you know, yeah. people need to have it. But now it's no, 100%. Even though we have our borders wide open and, you know, we don't give a shit who comes in. Um, you guys all need to make sure that you're vaccinated. I mean, mm. this is just crazy. It's just insane. Hey, I wanted to shift gears and talk about a, a little bit of drama in involving people that used to be on Renegade, so it is relevant. We don't just like to talk about drama here. 
But Drama was, report. But this was a little bit interesting. Oh, are you talking about um, Tabitha and all yes. that? That Mike was so Sledge funny. And, and Tabby. That was some good entertainment. I didn't listen to Tabitha's thing because I just can't stand her voice. I don't but think, it, I don't think was, she said anything on air about... No, she has her own pod oh, okay. theme where like, she made a statement on it. Okay. And it's just so hypocritical that she's pretending to care about Mike being an alcoholic now. Oh, he's such a misogynist. You didn't give a fuck when he was like being the most disgusting misogynist asshole towards myself or being such a degenerate drunk making fun of Kyle and I all the time. You know, like, you didn't care about that. But now that it's coming towards you and you're no longer Miss um, Special Queen Bee over there, now you care. And he was a <laughs> drunk alcoholic the whole time. The whole entire time. The whole time. She knew that. Oh, but... She, but she went running to him after she was outed yeah. here for being a Jewess, a degenerate, kink-loving Jewess. Wait, wasn't she first... Uh, Teaming up with Sean Surplus. Yes, she first ran over to Sean Surplus, you know, after doing her whole entire thing about how MGTOW's terrible and all these men that hate women are just so terrible, but let me go and, you know, cozy up to Sean over there. Oh, it's just, what what a degenerate... You know, Mike Sledge does have a thing for Jewish women because he did have a child with one. So, you know, I don't think he can help himself. He's just drawn towards the, uh, the Jewess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just really. What's funny. funny is in his reaction to Tabitha calling him uh, an alcoholic, you know, who's you know, disgracing the. Even though he's admitted as much, right? In his own so words, he took huge offense to this. Instead of responding to that, he just goes on this whole MGTOW Mike rant, yeah. where it's all about She's women don't cunt. belong to do this. And Get back in women. the kitchen. Women should never be allowed. It had nothing to do with with gender issues no he's an alcoholic but he just decided to lash out against women yeah because it was a woman who criticized and of course all his degenerate followers were like yeah i hated her anyways (laughs) she would just talk about recipes like isn't that what you want women to only talk about though yeah just talking about recipes yeah i mean just it's ugh. they're just such degenerate scumbags but i you know i think i i gave it about a year and a half or something when i made a bet on how long their little thing will last. Because we know Mike Sledge's track record. He comes back for a little while. He might be, you know, he's definitely not sober now, but he's had stints of being sober and, you know, seemingly got his shit together and then just drops off the face of the earth and... Comes back, goes to uh, power through discipline. <laughs> power through discipline. Big Trump fat, shilling. Big fat drunk and power through discipline. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mike Sledge is such a disciplined yeah. man. An just- alcoholic, fat piece of shit. Shilling so hard for Trump. Oh, yeah. There are so many people that deserve never to be listened to ever again because of the way that they treated Trump. Yes. When it was so obvious, we called it out from the very beginning and we're consistent on it and we're proven right every <laughs> single time. But yet people still listen to those like Andrew Anglin. Yeah. Who shilled so hard up until maybe a month ago and still make excuses. One of the sorry, one of the funniest things that Mike was saying in the show is that... He, like, tried to call the guys from TRS and, like, tried to, you know, do a show with them. They were like, who the hell is this guy? They didn't even respond. respond. Like, Mike is so desperate to get, you know, some attention that he has to go for the the knots bowls over at TRS. And even they don't give a shit about him. And he was butthurt that (laughs) they they didn't, you know, respond to me, but they'll talk about my former network. My former network. Let's just get into this real quick. founded. Let's just get into this real quick, because that's the delusional alcoholic speaking. This man goes around actually saying that he helped found renegade he 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 helped make it you know come together no 
What happened was Kyle and Mike got fired from Oracle for talking about multiculturalism, basically, white genocide. And then Kyle decided to start a website. He did all of the work. He paid for everything. He organized all these fucking retards to talk, which was <laughs> barely, you know, manageable because they're a bunch of drunk idiots. And I just remember listening to that. The only reason I listen is because of you. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, thank God there's Kyle. Because all of these Jew wise men are like such degenerates. They they had Titty Friday or whatever, remember? And then you kicked them off because yeah, they did that. Celtic rebel Greg from New Jersey. Who, who loves uh, who black got, women. Who got interviewed by Jan as some kind yeah, of Yeah, Jan specialist. Irving. He, like this guy Greg goes on Jan Irving's show all the time. It's really weird. He loves black women, by the way, Greg. Yeah, it was a whole crew of weirdos. And listen, there have been so many that have come since then as well. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Mike teaming up with former renegade people, Richard Carey has been a, a guest over there as, as well. Oh, yeah, Mr. Pedo Defender. Yeah. The one who loves Zen Gardner. Mr. Personable. Yeah. Great radio show host. Oh, very yeah. uh, animated. Oh, Richard. Oh. Yeah. Wonder so, if Raleigh's still going. But, and, and, oh, Mike got so jealous when you actually put the white man march together instead of just talking about it in a drunk stupor. Yeah. We should do this. And then Kyle's like, okay, let me go ahead and organize that. Boom, boom, boom. Everything's organized. The media's going crazy. It's viral. Well, Kyle got, Kyle got all the credit. Yes, because Kyle did everything. Just like he drove your fat alcoholic ass all around the country when you guys did the Renegade Road Show. So you could go buy cocaine and you could go be a degenerate fat go loser. Go do drugs with, with uh, Dana. With Dana. Oh, they were also saying that it was so disrespectful of us to say that Dana died of an overdose. Why should we sugarcoat it? Everyone knew Dana had a drug problem. It's horrible. It's tragic. It was his I have friend. no ill will towards Dana at all. It was his friend who always tried to get him off drugs. Yep. Wolf CT who came in and, and told said, us that openly, publicly. Everyone has the right to know. I mean, he made it, his friend is the one who made it public to us. We didn't know. We weren't in contact with Dana anymore. I mean, it was on the radio Should shows where, where his mother was yelling at him, you're going to end up killing yourself. Yeah, this was not a hidden thing. So no, we're not going to sweep under the rug, you know, things that led to someone's death. And that's what led to him getting booted from Renegade and yeah, because not allowed he to couldn't, come back, Yeah, because he couldn't make his show times. And, you know, it's like, look, if you can't get your life together, I can't make you stop doing drugs. Your own mother can't. So, like, what? You know, it's it's tragic and it's horrible. And it's another, I consider him another victim. Another victim. You know, how did he get hooked on these things in the first place? It's like the opioid epidemic is affecting Everyone. If it's not you directly on the drugs, you know someone or you've lost someone to them. So, yeah, I just thought that was ridiculous. What should we just gloss over? Like, oh, he passed away. Everyone's going to ask what happened. Was he killed? Did he get in a car accident? No, we should just, you know how shady that would sound? Yeah. We were like, sorry, we can't tell you, but he's gone. I just thought that was ridiculous. They, They have to try and find anything to, you know, get upset about towards us mm-hmm. because they know we're not degenerates and we're just going to continue to do our thing. We've been consistent for many years now. We don't go on alcoholic stints and, you know, leave and come back. And I mean, I sometimes leave and come back cause I can't handle all of this shit and I can't handle all of the of incels. Oh yeah. I'm just drinking my day away. <laughs> yeah. Just sitting on my ass drinking Shineda, all day. You know, when you don't hear from Sinead or here, <laughs> She's just pounding shots. I'm just tequila. pounding tequila. I'm just like yelling at people walking down the street. Crackhead. You're a crackhead too. Yeah. I think oh, that's, they, I'm you know, a meth head apparently. Meth. Okay. That's yeah. The... I smoke meth apparently. So <laughs> yeah, but I just thought that was a, 
It was very interesting, and it just shows what a hypocrite this woman is, that she's fine with all of that horrible behavior, the misogyny, the degeneracy. She's fine with that until it's turned on her. Yeah. Then it's, oh, now I'm so against this degeneracy. They used to do shows when she'd be talking how she's drinking alcohol currently. She's like, oh, I'm sipping on whiskey or whatever, so she's not Miss you know, pious, oh, Miss Health Guru, who just, you know, drinks miso broth every day and doesn't have any alcohol. (laughs) Doesn't drink cold drinks. Yeah. She was right there with him, drinking and talking about the most vulgar things, talking about, oh, they had a big discussion about how Hooters was selling vegan wings. And that is just like, oh, my God, that's such a big deal. Mm -hmm. What a horrible thing. They're, They're trying to ruin Hooters. Oh, one more thing before we get off the topic of Sledge. What about the uh, comments on John McAfee? Wait, what did... Oh, yeah, Sledge... So, Sledge and his little giggling, retarded co-host, who's always like, like, giggling, um, he mentioned how John McAfee had um, the most disgusting taste in hookers or something. Like, he bought a bunch of ugly hookers. And so, Mike says, you know, Mr... poop on him. Yes, Yeah. yeah. Mike said, um, you know, if he had lots of money like McAfee, he would buy only the finest white hookers. So he's extremely pro-white. You know, he only would buy white hookers and only like really good ones. You know who else? So what a great man. You know who actually did that was... Uh, uh, Lee Rogers? Lee Rogers. And he yeah. was proud of it. Yeah. It reminds me of like that thing I, I showed you today. It was like some project that somebody did where they compiled all the reviews from these Johns that use uh, brothels. Because it's legal in Germany. It's legal. So they literally have Even like a Yelp page. Are. You can like rate them and say, oh, you know, I, this wasn't really good. She was tired. So if you're looking at these reviews, it is the most disturbing shit I've ever read in my life. Yeah. The way that they view these women well, and the way that they get upset if they don't perform like, oh, my God. Yeah, well, because oh, oh. these these guys are way above the prostitutes. Oh yeah, they always consider themselves like so much better than these, these whores. dirty whores that you're paying. You're paying for to yeah, like, but if they didn't, you know, it's the oldest profession in the world. I keep hearing that. No, it's not. A freaking mother is the oldest profession in the world. A berry picker is the oldest profession. A farmer. Not yeah. a freaking prostitute. Well, for Jews, it might be. Well, yeah, and we live in a Jewish there world. There are people of the whorehouse. That was actually a really good article written by Lorenz. Yeah, Krauss. that was a very good. It, was, it I, makes total I really sense. Viewed it that way. But of course, I knew that Abraham pimped out his wife, Sarah, yep. and pretended it was his sister because, you know, it's perfectly fine to sell your it's sister all in, as a all prostitute. All in the fam. But, uh, oh, yes, sell her to the kings, you know, to gain influence. But, yeah, don't you, you know, I just sleep better at night knowing that I have valiant heroic men like Mike Sledge out there fighting for a future for white children as he on this supposed pro-white podcast is talking about buying white hookers. Yeah. You know, what? Let's just think about the patriarchy for a second. The traditional patriarchy is, is, is very much priest, but also just the kind of religious minded Western man, right? Mm-hmm. The, but the, it's just Jewish. So we're talking about Catholicism. Uh, Christianity in general has been the, the patriarchy. 
And uh, what does that actually go back to? Well, it goes back to Father, Father Abraham, the, the actual patriarch mm-hmm. of that whole line of thinking and supposedly line, line of people. I don't put myself uh, as a descendant of, of Father Abraham because I'm not a Jew. I'm not a uh, Christian Israelite, you know, identitar- identist. <laughs> I'm not a... Don't believe in the Edomites? I'm not, a, I'm not an identist. Um, yeah, so... It all goes back to him, this guy who was willing to sell his wife into prostitution. Yeah, but that's oldest profession in the book, you know? That's patriarchy. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of that, uh, I just saw a, a clip I had to click on today from, you know, our good old buddy here, Mr. Sandman MGTOW. Oh, nice. And I knew it is was it a gonna, tranny? I knew it was going to be so based. Okay, is that a the, the title is Meet Miss Nevada. She was once a man. She was once a man. Yeah, now that's a man. Respecting pronouns. Oh, Sandman's Jewish, by the way. Well, the name would seem to indicate that, yeah. but let's just uh, jump into this Ew, a little bit. So I have a few creepy. clips, and I'll try to find them uh, that I think you'll appreciate. I will donate again with a topic. Cheers. Well, Mr. Anonymous, thanks for the donation. Ew, so gay. I want to bring to your attention an article I found called 2021 Miss Nevada will be the first openly transgendered Miss USA contestant, which I've linked to in the description. Why does he talk like that? So it looks like men are more beautiful than women in Nevada, at least. It looks like men Men are are more beautiful than (laughs) women in Nevada, at least. Oh, my God. Ladies, you've really screwed the pooch this time. Oh, my God. The way that he's talking, it's like infuriates me. I don't think I can handle it. (laughs) This guy gets so much traction. Some of it's got to be fake, I hope. Yeah, but... (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, I'm really sorry, Sandman. I'm sorry that I'm not as beautiful as these trannies with yeah. dicks. Like, I'm sorry I don't have a penis. I'm really sorry All about right. that. Let's listen just a little bit more. Soon you'll lose your opportunity in women's basketball as swimsuit models, Olympic athletes, beauty pageant contestants, OnlyFans models, as well as so much more. As men figure out that there's tons of prize money and sporting career opportunities out there that they can take away from women and women can't say anything. Okay, so let me just let me jump a little oh, bit because I, my there was, heart, there was my some other pressure. great parts to this where he's just talking about how basically men are fucking hot. Transgender contestants in 2012, unquote. What a glorious glory hole day this is. Boys all across America will see her on the Miss America pageant and dream that they too can one day compete in the Miss America pageant. What a joyous time to be alive if you're coming of age in these coomer times. I'll discuss more in just a moment. But let me first tell everyone about today's sponsor, the MGTOW Book Collection. Oh my god. Tim Cotton is written I'm surprised it's not a books. flashlight. MGTOW is forever is the latest oh and is a great god. introduction to MGTOW. If you've been injured on the Disabled job, and unable to work? Are you a Go MGTOW. Alright, let's, let's see if we can get some more. Or mooch off of a woman. Females that were once males taking over female spaces away. First of all, whatever happened to the Miss America pageant wanting to drop the swimsuit competition? What about all those fapper chicks that worked really hard in the 1920s to allow women to reveal their bodies? Sounds to me like covering up women in bikinis is kind of sexist. Actually, the reason they dropped the bikini competition was probably because the competition had been infiltrated by cultural Marxists (laughs) that are trying to destroy the standard definition of beauty and probably want to see land whales competing in the competition one day. Luckily, they changed the rules a few years back, just in time for Miss Nevada, in case she doesn't actually tuck her mansicle adequately enough, and it slips through the bikini crack on live television. For all I know, it might be gone. I was also watching one YouTube channel, and two twin comedians were commenting on this story. 
and said that given the choice between smashing Cataluna and Rosie O'Donnell, that most guys would know exactly what to do. I wanted to make a joke about having sex with an animal at this point. But that would just be inappropriate, so I won't. But their jokes do actually bring up an interesting question. What if in the future, with gender bending and feminism, many below-average incel males, and perhaps even some ordinary males, are presented with either a bossy and fat, low-hygiene female, or feminine and skinny, high-hygiene females? You know, because having a neo-vagina oozing out or would they continue to remain single? I've seen women online complaining about trans women and how they shouldn't be allowed to compete with women with regards to anything. So he's basically saying, yeah, and, and you know who else was putting forth that pretty soon trannies are going to be way higher than real women? Andrew Anglin. Of course. So. Uh, that that just. Th- they've been putting this forward for a while. I get like blind rage when well, I hear think, that fact. Think about uh, what, Blair, Blair White. Who, yeah. Ooh, ooh, not bad. That thing was in a music video. Did you see it? No. Like being, acting all sexy. It was like that degenerate right wing rapper that everybody loves. I don't know his name. His music sucks. But, uh, yeah, Blair was like the sexy on woman. Alex Jones and just always making the rounds. There were so many uh, trad wives. That's what oh, they were called, yeah. the code word, yep. that were involved with the alt-right. Yep. But this actually relates to one of those comments. Last week I read, I don't know, 50 comments on this show. On oh, that, from the woman thing? The, the, the w- article about how yeah. women need the European men. Oh, um, yeah. But this is this is just perfect. Let me. Uh, yeah, this is the one. This is a comment I got which just ties in perfectly with that clip you just heard. This is John Migtow. Kyle, I don't think you understand the situation adequately. Jews allowed us to peer into honest female nature. We saw them for what they <laughs> really Jews. are. We didn't like what we saw and we ditched them like smelly old tampons. End Ew, of story. What the fuck? We're not going back. White men are better off bonding with other white men as well as having a few transsexuals for when <laughs> we want to partake in non-gay sexuality. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? No. It's gay. No, no, no. Cause... Stop being such faggots. <laughs> I'm so sick of you all. God damn. The reason this world is going to shit is because of you guys. No. no, no. Yes, it is. You pathetic homos. It's I'm a, so it's over not, it. It's not even the Jews. It's, okay. Here's order. The Jews actually helped us or, see. Order 1488. Some people are starting to say women really are the Jews of gender, which is totally backward. Jews of gender. Jews are a womanly race, and this has been described oh. historically, including by Jews. Jews have contributed more to civilization oh. than women have, and the women... Is more compare the woman is more comparable to the nigger. This huh? is the realization that they, i.e., agents of Jews, want to gatekeep from you. Women equals Jews equals niggers. The, the, this whole logic <laughs> that it makes no sense. Okay, because they'll say, "Well, Judaism like is a matriarchal religion, right?" Because it's passed so, through the okay, the woman. so why do they treat their own women like shit? Oh, because women secretly want to be treated like shit. The is matriarchal, that it? They want to have their rights taken away. Matriarchal uh, lineage is only so that they can infiltrate different groups. Exactly. That's a that's a tactic. But they, what? How are they matriarchal? Because no. they say a prayer about how they're thankful they're not born a woman. Because they make their own Hasidic women who are on their periods, um, they're untouchable for a certain amount of time. They can't even do anything. Like they have to go to this like mikvah thing and yeah. sit in a bath or something because they're unclean. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's really pro-woman. Gosh, you know, if I was running the world, I would definitely make sure that I treat women like shit because that makes a lot of sense because I would want to be treated like shit, so. Well, I mean, women are pretty unhygienic, so that's why you got to have the tranny. That's why you got to have the neo-vagina that, you know, is like an open wound. Some non-gay sexuality. (laughs) 
to, totally not to gay. partake in non-gay sexuality. Oh my god! I mean, this is just this is <laughs> horrifying. You don't need women anymore. You got trannies. These trannies are beautiful. They're better than horrible. women. Horrible. Just horrible. Because they got a male mind. They can understand what a man needs oh, and wants yeah. better than a woman. Yeah, yeah. I just this is just so gay. All right, one one more. Sorry, I read so many last week. Uh, Trey NNT says, if a modern man wants to indulge himself, he's better off with some whiskey and an erotic candlelight Thai massage. <laughs> These white nags are obsolete. No sympathy, no regrets. Guys, oh, I'm just going to go use some prostitutes. That's <laughs> I, what we do. I got, I don't know, 25 more I could read to you that you didn't hear last week. Oh my God, you're censoring these wonderful free I, speech comments. I didn't I didn't post them on the <laughs> Tribune, but I, I read no, them. Get that gay shit away. Oh, I know. Of course but, you're not going to publish that homosexuality. It's crazy how they all swarm, just flood in. Yep. Yep. The MGTOW brigade. Well, because they, they have to do everything they can to keep women turned off to this, like just disgusted with it. Well, they want... And they're doing they, a great job. They're trying to recruit men, normal men who would might want a family. Yep. Especially the young ones. They're trying to get to these young guys. They're and, disillusioned. And convince them that everything is just so script. Every single woman women. is a freaking crazy whore. Yep. Every single one, bar none. Mm-hmm. Even your mother, even your sister, mm-hmm. maybe even your daughter. Your grandma, slut. Fucking whores. <laughs> hypergamy. Have you heard about hypergamy? Oh, I mean, that's just such a joke. Why are they going on about hypergamy when they, uh, out of the other side of their mouth, they talk about how women make more than men and they don't need a man anymore and that, that pisses them off? So then how the hell is there hypergamy if women can go out and make more money than a man and they don't need a man? <laughs> how is there freaking hypergamy then? If you complain that women are above men all the time, they get paid more, they get more opportunities, then where is the hypergamy? Do you, you're not allowed to use logic. <laughs> not, no. No. Shush. No logic. Shush, little girl. <laughs> you're just being emotional. Just okay? pat me on the head. <laughs> Shh, stop being so emotional right now, okay? Your little brain is going to explode if you it, think too much. It's just so infuriating when we're dealing with so many issues and, yeah, and like that's the majority what of face. what these pieces of shit are talking about is white women are the problem it's mommies who are trying to get the vaccine blah 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 and where mommy government where is where are any pro-white women standing up for white women who is please tell me who is because fucking nobody is i bet you are but you're not a woman Blonde in the belly of the beast is probably doing oh yeah yeah the one who called for public beatings (laughs) of women she's just a dumb prostitute basically who's reading a script i highly doubt she actually wrote that and even if she did write it she's doing it to appease certain loser men who who would advocate for their own public silencing and beating (laughs) well for these treasonous treasonous european women european women right yeah yeah it's just uh Nobody is. Nobody's sticking up for white women. You might have these little groups, you know, that are trying to fight against the red pill incel stuff, but they're they're most likely going to be anti-white in nature. They're going to care more about BIPOC and, you know, intersectionality yeah. and all this bullshit or be pro-vaccine. So there there are no people out there, especially women, speaking up for their own racial sisters. Like where are they? No, I do. They're see- probably scared away from this shit. When they when these MGTOW channels do ha- allow some comments, there are people in there calling them out for being faggots. And yeah. Why are you talking about that? Why are you protecting the Jews and and yeah and all that? So th- that is kind of good to see, but it's just the regular people. There are no actual figureheads. Even the ones who people think are 
are kind of on point about some things. You, you don't have an Adam Green out there pointing this out, do you? No. You don't have any of these uh, who is Who is exposing this? Who is trying to fight back against this because it's such toxic cancer? It's an obvious Jewish tactic yeah. to, to deflect all criticism against them. Jews actually helped us see the problem of women. Oh, there's th- thanks, Jews. Thank you. Thank we'll you so much. Thanks, thanks, women. Thanks, one. women, for you- running the banks. <laughs> Hypergamy. Thanks, women, for... For everything you've done with all the the Hollywood movies, it's it's oh, the women. And <laughs> movies used to be good before women got control. I know of them. Hollywood was so good until women came along and demanded like respect and stuff. I love how even just the the history of theater, uh, it was actually pretty based when it was. Yeah, only women men. weren't allowed to perform, so would, they'd have to they'd have to have the men. And uh, now dress up. All as these freaking losers are praising the Taliban. Like, oh, the Taliban is so based. Just because they, you know, like, don't like the Americans and all the degeneracy that they brought with their Black Lives Matter flag and their rainbow flag, that doesn't mean that they're automatically good or we should, like, model our society after the Taliban. And it's so obvious that they were given control of the country. Yes, of course. And then also given all of the names of the Americans and their allies. The Biden administration literally gave the Taliban all of the Americans and allies that they want to, you know, evacuate out of the country. So they gave them a list of everybody who essentially was their enemy, you know? Wow. Like, that's a huge, a huge uh, yeah. breach of uh, yeah. information there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they but they hate women, so, like, they're based. Based. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, ugh, it's so annoying. It's so infuriating. Yeah. I well, wish more people, like, mocked it openly, you know, like. Yeah, where are the parody videos? Where, yeah, like... <laughs> where? And something from a racial standpoint, because th- that doesn't exist. Like, there's no place for white women. The places that they go to, if they are, you know, so inclined to get into this, are places like uh, Jason Cohen and, uh, you know, Red Ice. Laura Where they're going to bring people on, like, Roosh and Matt Forney, and people that, you know, <laughs> that use prostitutes and, like, where, where are the people speaking out against Bang that? Poland, yeah. Do the Philippines. That was just like the rudest awakening for me when I was back, you know, years ago, trusting Lana and all them. And then the minute that I called her out and said, what are you doing having Roosh on? Like, are you, I thought maybe she was naive. Like, you don't know. So yeah. then when I showed her, it was like, oh, you're bipolar, Sinead. <laughs> that was like the rudest awakening to see all of the people that thought I was so cool and awesome and, oh, I want to have you on my show. The minute I stood up for re- women and respecting white women and not being okay with these rapists being, you know, brought around our circles. Oh, no. Oh, the arrows came flying. Well, here's the good news, though. They're failing miserably. Yeah. Now, with Red Ice, they've kind of just tanked their operation. They've, like, completely shut down their comments, too, because everyone's so, calling them out. So, they're, uh, well, they were trying to appease so many different groups and have this big rainbow coalition of resistance. <laughs> oh, you there's know? some rainbow, definitely. Well, where you had E. Michael Jones on the, uh, on the same Christmas show as you had, talking about how Jesus is Logos and celebrating <laughs> the reason for the season, celebrating the birth of Logos in this yeah. world, and blah, blah, blah. At the same time, you've got the pagans coming on yeah. the same show yeah. to talk about Yule. It's just, it was such a mishmash of all these, uh, mm-hmm. 
obvious control opposition characters. They're not relevant anymore because of their whole Trump shilling. Oh, their like... their website stats have tanked. They're yeah. almost about a million in terms have you, of. Have you noticed how like their entire operation, like the uh, the quality of it, has gone down as well? Like they probably were just loaned those cameras during their shilling. They're like, all right, look. If you shill for Trump for the next four years, we're going to get you this sick equipment, get you all these nice cameras. And then they had to, like, move to Idaho or whatever, right? And then now their production looks like garbage. And mm, I haven't really checked it out. I just think that's interesting. But even with Andrew Anglin, he's I guess def- those, those surrogate children must have been expensive, so maybe they had to, like, sell a camera or something. You, do you remember how popular Anglin's Daily Stormer was? Yep. The ranking was insane. I remember... It was, it was like, top 5,000 sites in the world for a little while. And I remember he used to share, like, my... My Aryan Women show. Mm-hmm. It, he wasn't so overtly anti-women back then. It was just kind of like here and there. Yeah. Although he did have total fascism, which I remember reading before I even knew who he was. And I was like, what? They want to take away pants from women? <laughs> every, every woman wears a dress. It, it almost seemed like satire, which I yeah. think it probably was. But yeah, that's then why it I didn't really like, take it seriously. It was like you've got you've to then um, embrace this. It went from being like a joke to then being like, no, no we're, we're dead serious. serious about all this yeah. shit. Um, they say but, that women shouldn't wear pants because it shows oh, her curves. So <laughs> enticing. Oh them. my God. No. So Anglin is, uh, he's a, about 135,000, 135,000 in terms of rank. Renegade right now is probably 185,000. Yeah. Top sites in the world. Yeah. So theirs is tanked. Ours is, ours tanked for a little while. But it's gone back up. And now you've got your new shills coming out that will do like, oh, we're exposing the Knott's Bulls. Or, oh, somebody came in the chat saying like, I don't know what to think because Brandy Martinez exposes Richard Spencer. Like, uh-huh. you, really? Really? How easy how, is it now to and expose how Richard how irrelevant Spencer? is Richard yeah. Spencer? Right. But did you call into the radio show and confront him about why he was having homosexuals speak at events for young boys? No, but I did. And uh, he didn't have a freaking answer. And then everyone hated me for for doing that, but Richard's good. He's put on MPI conferences, <laughs> and now he's or there's know, the, a Marxist, yeah, openly. Yeah, and then there's the Thule Tide, who will do these, you know, these good articles about the Knott's Bowls and everything. Basically, just compiling all the stuff we've done throughout the years and putting it into a blog post. And GDL pret- pretending, did that too. They yeah, t- they took yes, the Knott's Bowl expose. Yes, we did they would just take clips it. from MAGA Opus and just like patch it into their videos as if they made all of these connections. Um, it's not about me getting credit, but it's when I see shills just stealing my work to to shill. Try yeah, get, that pisses me off. They try to get legitimacy. Right. But this Thultide, he promotes Bronze Aged Pervert and Paul Joseph Watson. So why is this Mr. I'm exposing the alt-right and the Knott's Bowls? Why is he promoting a literal homosexual pervert who identifies as a pervert? And, he's not homosexual. He just enjoys looking at, at nude buff, male bodies. hairless, yes. waxed, like... That's there's a gay about steroid bodies. No. Yeah. That's totally not gay. The pirates. You but the he pirates? does really good posts. Like people will always come in and share Thultide's bullshit blog. Does he Look, use a Lollicon avatar? Yes, that's all you need to see to know get the hell away from that, okay? I don't care if it's the most groundbreaking article. If this person is using a Lollicon avatar. Not even just anime. Not even an anime avatar. I'm not saying don't take in any of the information cuz like the, you know, these shows put truth out there, but Come on, guys. Why the hell would you want to associate with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so Aryan to, to be obsessed with anime and lolly. Uh, you know what scares me, though? I, I forgot to talk about this. Okay. Because, um, like, you know, I was looking through Telegram and kind of seeing, like, what's going on on there mm-hmm. and the whole Omegle thing. 
they now have like these young girls who I don't, I think they're grooming them because they're very young. Um, they maybe are like 12 or 13 and they're dressing up in like cosplay Nazi stuff, you know, and they're saying like nigger, nigger, you know, just like doing over the top stuff yeah. to try and trigger people. It's not actually about like spreading the truth on Omegle. And, you know, I'm all for that. Like, it's good to actually talk to people that you don't agree with on everything because it sharpens your debating skills. You learn how to handle people and get them to see things without getting them defensive. It's good practice. But going on Omegle as a grown adult and either grooming these children to go and say nigger on a stream or whatever is disgusting. Yeah. And why is HT and why are all these grown men talking to children on Omegle all day? What the hell are 14-year-olds going to do about this? You should be talking to fellow adults about how you're going to take care of this. But we know, you know, they aren't actually trying to take care of this. But why the hell would talking to kids on Omegle all day somehow help our current situation? How about you stop grooming children and get, take care of your business as an adult? Well, think about how many people interviewed Cringe Panda and Soph. CP? Yeah, CP. Cringe panda. There. And we know about the panda eyes. Mm -hmm. It's like a code because I guess when they abuse these children... Uh, a reaction to that of their body being kind of burst blood injured is or yeah the the like so bags under their eyes and raccoon eyes fucking disgusting like yeah <sighs> yeah so I just uh, I think it's disgusting I don't see enough people calling this out you know like you don't have to show your face and name to like call these people out <laughs> you know do something oh Brandon Martinez. mock them make fun of them they hate being made fun of. Brandon Martinez, the swarthiest uh, white nationalist there is, is just such a disgusting and obvious controlled yep. opposition agent. Yep. The way he transformed himself from Xander C. Fuerza, yeah. Crime Factory, to, to, to this alt-right, you know, that's what he had. Patriarch. Well, he started off by criticizing the alt-right when he started his alt-right.com. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that other alt-right is a, yeah. bunch of, uh, a bunch of shills and, you know, the shills for the Jews. Now, I'm the real deal. Let me tell you about the problem of women. It's women. <laughs> oh, back to Omegle real quick. There was yeah. apparently this young lady, I think she was an, an adult, who went by Larpis or something, or Lapis? Lapis, yeah, okay. but they're Sounds... calling her Larpis now. So the rumor is that she was like this Turkish slash Ukrainian or something woman, like not 100% white, I don't think. Um, but she was like going around and with the Omegle crowd and, and you know, calling people niggers and all that edgy stuff. But apparently she was getting young boys, like teenage boys, to send uh, nude pictures to her. Jeez. And then I guess like exploiting them, you know, with these pictures. So it's not just young girls that get exploited for nudes. They're doing it to boys, too. Um, and it, it's child abuse. It doesn't matter if she's only 18, you know, yeah. like that's child abuse. And I don't know the ins and outs of it. Maybe somebody that's on Telegram <laughs> can like fill me in. But that's what I was able to gather um, and that's just really disturbing. And there are all these other like pedos that constantly post, luckily I haven't seen it, but they post apparently like child porn and abuse and gore images on all of these telegrams where people like pro whites are trying to congregate. Oh yeah. And you have the whole order of the nine angles thing. I constantly see that being promoted and it's just, ugh, it's so disgusting. I'm not saying like, don't go on these things to talk to people, but just assume that you're, if you're talking to anybody on, anybody on Telegram, it's probably a fed or some pedo. <laughs> so just be careful. Yeah. Um, like don't go meeting up with these people. If you know, we're not just, especially if you're a woman, they actively have programs that we know about. Yeah. That, and, and even if they didn't tell us about them, 
obviously, when they've got all this money, all this right. manpower, they're going to disrupt any kind of opposition to them. Of course. But that's just really paranoid. disturbing the whole child exploitation yes. thing that was going on by that woman. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, was she was she just trolling? Was she bored and wanted to just mess with people's lives? I don't know. Or is she, like, you know, being paid to do so? It's disturbing either way. Last thing in terms of control opposition I wanted to mention quickly here was the debate between E. Michael Jones, Dr. E. Michael Jones, and Jared, look white to me, Taylor. Taylor. So this debate would have you, as a renegade listener, somebody who knows what basically what we know, they'd have you, it would have you agreeing with Jared Taylor for a good portion of it, you know, whether or not the white race or race in general is a construct of the mind as basically a fiction as Michael Jones puts it. Although he acknowledges ethnicity is real because it's all about culture. Oh, Oh, he's such a Christian show that racial differences basically go away once you accept Christ and then everybody becomes very civilized and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So Jared Taylor, you know, is right about a lot of racial things. And then you're going to agree with E. Michael Jones when he attacks Jared Taylor for being a Jewish shill. Mm -hmm. So it just, it has... It's the These, circle and the ellipse. It's it's the Begalian dialectic. Which one do you agree with yeah. here? Neither. I agree with neither. They're both, neither. They're both they're, shills. They are both shills who are keeping the truth segmented. Yep. They're not going to tell the whole truth. And then with these little debates, it's just entertainment for people. And then they get to pick their side. Oh, I like Jared Taylor. Oh, no, I like E. Michael Jones. Why, why don't we have really anybody out there that's able to f- tell the full truth about yep. Jews? about race and about vaccines and, and a few other issues as well. But these are the and main ones. And about controlled ones. opposition. These are the main ones right now. Mm-hmm. Why can't somebody be real on race, but also real on Jews? Like that for the longest time, yeah. we would just kind of get these people who might speak up for the white race, but then they'd be like Z- Gavin McGinnis, Zio Cox. Or like environmentalism. Right. Why does that so have to one. be anti-white? I'm pretty sure um, we all need the environment. <laughs> I'm pretty sure environmentalism as we know it was started by the Third Reich. Of course it was. And it's not a leftist ideal to not want to exploit and hurt animals. Like, how far gone are we? This is psychopathy on a massive scale. And I hate being trapped in this insane asylum with the crazy people running it. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just too much. Too much, but it is encouraging to see on YouTube. You know, there's the whole COVID 19 section that we constantly see every day, right? Yeah, so yeah. we click on the videos just to monitor like what, what shilling they're engaging in today. And almost every single time, the comments are either shut down because the ratio is so high of thumbs down to thumbs up, or they're just people going off in the comments. And yeah, I know it's not like stopping what's happening, but that's a good sign. Yeah. No, no real positive comments about the vaccines no. and the mandates and anything like that. This is completely against the will of the people. We're, we supposed to live in a democracy where the people are being suppressed so badly. Yeah. Oh, we're about the free exchange of ideas and free speech. And oh, yeah. Freedom, freedom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's totally what we got right now. And we're constantly told by people like, well, you guys have the choice to not get the vaccine and I have the... No, we don't have a choice. When they're going to not let you enter a grocery store or not let you have access to your bank account or take away your children. No, we don't have a damn choice. Take away oh, your job. yeah, let me choose death. Thanks for the choice. Well, well, if you live in New York City or different parts of California or Hawaii, you could just choose to leave and go to another state where you oh, don't yeah, have to just have a vaccine uproot to, your entire life to work no 
It's no, there's nowhere left to go. How will we uproot their lives? Yeah. That'd be nice. Let's lock up the politicians instead of locking up children. Yeah. That Let's take the children me. away from the pedos instead of taking children away from parents and giving them to pedos. How about that? It's amazing what they're able to do with all this contact tracing and also hunting down a misinformation. Yeah, it's amazing they that they weren't able to, to hunt yeah. down the missing children. They weren't able to hunt weird. down the freaking child rapists. Yeah, weird how that works. Whoa. Gosh. But, you know, trust the government. Just trust the government on this one, guys. Just get your damn vaccines. <laughs> I, w- I was going to do a remix of that. You got to help me find that. Okay. I'm going to do like a, a maybe a one minute TikTok or something. It's got to be like hardcore. Just remixing that with like, or... brrr, like an 808. Yeah. And then chop it up and make it really demonic. <laughs> get, get, get your damn vaccines. Get, get your damn vaccines. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll try that later today. I also need to do my, my laughing whale beat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to remix these false killer whales that are like laughing underwater. They, it looked so fun to be able to play with them. Mm-hmm. They were having so much fun with the humans. It was a video we watched of false killer whales. I didn't even know they existed. Yeah. And they're super, they're, they remind me of dolphins in their like playfulness. And this whale just was loving hanging out with the people. It had a big smile. It was like, it was like going upside down and like looking at them. And, and this is in the wild. Yeah, this is in the wild, not at like freaking SeaWorld. Yeah, because in, in captivity, these whales might actually attack you. Yes. Like if you've ever watched Black Fin, Black Blackfish. Blackfish. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I heard that they got rid of the Orca show at SeaWorld in Florida. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's about damn time. They gave them no space. It was, it's horrible. Okay, so you see what has happened with the orcas in captivity where their dorsal fin yeah. droops over? Yeah. Essentially, that's what they've done to people. Yeah. We just can't see it. It's more like the spiritual dorsal yeah. fin of, the hu- of humans has, has drooped over mm-hmm. because of what they've done to us, especially in the past two years. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Well, that's that's mm-hmm. why I got here. I, I thank you for coming out yep. into the little, uh, little garage studio here to do a little recording with me. Yeah. People appreciate hearing from you. No problem. People need to buy some Heathen Herbs products. Yes. Or if you could just play my songs on Spotify. I appreciate the listens on SoundCloud as well. But with Spotify, that's where I could actually potentially make more than eight cents that I have made so far. You know, maybe one day I'll make a dollar. We can only hope. Also, if you feel like supporting my music, I do have a donate button on my SoundCloud. I use any of those donations to buy things like plugins. I use it for distribution costs because I have to distribute my own music, which costs money. Um, also promotional materials, gear, internet bill, you know, whatever. So if you feel so inclined, I do have that for now. We'll see how long it lasts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure after I announced it, it'll be gone, but yeah. And, um, if you can support Renegade, we also really, really appreciate there's that. There's a PO box. There's uh, there's, there's crypto. Crypto wallets going We aren't around. the kind of people to like beg for money or to, you know, put like, put our stuff behind a paywall. So we just depend on people that feel so inclined to help us out once in a while. And we greatly appreciate all of the support, even if it's just a supportive email. I'm not saying you got to send us money all the time. Just it's nice to know that people out there are still getting something from this and that we're not just like shouting into the abyss. And it's like not having any effect. It's really hard for us because we've been censored from social media. It's hard for us to feel that we're engaging with an audience, you know, Especially when the comments we do get on the shows are all like have nothing to do with the show topics themselves. Yes, yes. 
It's so frustrating. So off topic. So, I hate off topic comments. Yeah. So sometimes for me, I feel like I'm just having no effect, especially with this stuff, because I can't have a social media presence for it, you know? Right. So I can't actually engage with people and talk to them back and forth. It's just kind of this weird relationship where like I say these things and people listen and then it's just done. Like there's yeah. no feedback loop mm-hmm. and it can get really lonely. Mm-hmm. So... At least we have each other. That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. Apparently, we've got you. Yeah. Hopefully, this message is getting through to you. If it is, you're the resistance. <laughs> they used to have that. Got in, the documents. The enforce. Got the documents like. right here. <laughs> All right, guys. That hurts my throat. Take care. Talk to you all again soon. Yeah.